Hey everyone, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. This was a few years ago. I was about 18 or 19 and I had been single for a good while while focusing on work and school. One day, I was at one of my really good friend's house. We'll call her Blue. I was at her house for a family barbecue. She was talking about this online friend she had and she had showed me a picture, then telling me, this is Ryan. She told me how they met and he was 24. The age gap didn't really bother me as she said he was just a friend and Blue usually never met up with people she met online. I told her he seemed nice and after a while we had sat in her room and she was on FaceTime with him. I was doodling in my notebook and we had been dressed fairly nicely for the barbecue so my hair and makeup were done. Anyway, at some point Blue turns her phone and she has Ryan say hi to me. I looked up from my notebook and I waved, giving a small smile. I've never really been a sociable person. After a while of them talking, they had ended their chat and Blue had looked at me, smiling like a devil. The fuck did I do? I asked her, and just as I had, my phone vibrated. I looked at my phone, then at her. I slowly flipped it over, and on my notification bar was my Snapchat. So and so has added you. I opened it and saw a chat, and it read, Hey, don't be mad at Blue, but I thought you were really pretty with your glasses and the way your hair looked, so I asked her to give me your snap. I felt my face then blush, as I don't really handle compliments well. Blue started laughing, and she said, Come on, say something to him. I thought it was a bit weird that, as her own online friend, he would ask for my snap, but nonetheless, being naive and trying to be nice, I responded, Ryan was nice, but something felt off during our conversation. When we talked about where we lived, I told him I lived in San Jose, and he said he lived in Livermore. Now, for those of you who don't know, they're about a one-hour drive from each other, and at the time, my parents wouldn't let me drive that far. So for our first date, after much back and forth, we had planned to meet in Pleasanton, which is about 45 minutes. I hadn't taken into account the amount of freeway I'd have to drive, and Ryan said he couldn't make the drive because his mother had his car. Halfway there though, I got really anxious, and I had to call Blue because my GPS had been driving through the woods to get around the traffic. When I finally got to the destination, Ryan had arrived a few minutes before me. I got out, and I apologized for my arrival. He said it was no problem. We went in, and we proceeded to play some mini golf. After the sun went down, I checked the time and I realized if I were to get home before curfew, I'd have to leave really soon. I told Ryan that I had a curfew and just how strict my parents were beforehand. When I told him I had to leave, his emotion changed. He went from joking and polite to serious and annoyed. He kept asking and bugging me to stay even longer. Would it really be so bad if you stayed? Just a bit longer. Can't we finish first? I kept trying to let him down easy, but I eventually gave him a really firm no. We returned to the golf clubs, and I walked to the cars. 
even though I was now feeling a bit off. When he leaned in, I gave him a small hug. But I wasn't ready when he pulled me in and landed a kiss right on my lips. I pulled back and said goodnight, jumped in my car, and then left. I called Blue and ranted to her about the whole thing. She tried to calm me down about the whole thing, saying it was just first aid jitters and being out of the game. As I got close to home, we hung up and I tried to let it go. A few days later, I was at work and during some dead time, I was on my phone chatting with Blue and Ryan individually. Ryan wanted to meet up again and I was okay with it. He seemed a bit pushy, but I paid it no mind. However, I probably should have blocked him. When it came to the day for us to hang out, I was at work and my shift was almost over. Now, my work is only 5-10 to minutes away from where I live, and I had never given Ryan my exact address or had it available on Snap. Anyways, when it came to the day of our planned meetup, we were supposed to meet up on the fringe of San Jose because I still didn't want him knowing where I lived. I had told Blue, and she knew the whole plan. When it came to the day of, I was a few minutes away from getting off work, and Ryan texted me on Snap. He said that he needed a rain check. I asked if everything was okay, but he said that everything was fine, and that his mom just didn't want him driving all the way over here. I said no worries, but was a bit irked. As I had defied my strict parents, I lied to them and drove all the way out there to see him but I guess I could chalk that up to childhood differences. After all that, the erg feeling passed relatively quickly. I left the chat and I had messaged my cousin Banny and my other friend Rez. I told them my date rain checked and that we should have a movie night. They both replied yes and after I texted my parents, I had put down my phone and did some quick cleaning. After I clocked out, I had sat in my car and checked some of the messages I had. Ryan had messaged me saying something along the lines of, oh hey, never mind, I can come down. And I'd responded back, telling him, oh sorry, after you rain checked, I texted my younger cousin and we made plans. He immediately seemed angry. He wanted me to cancel and we got into a small fight. He kept saying that I should cancel on my cousin, who's honestly like a little sister to me. When I told him no, he canceled first and we can just reschedule. He wouldn't have it. He eventually turned to Blue and started ranting to her. I turned off my phone and just went to pick up my cousin. We had our movie night and it was fun. But the next day, after I took my cousin home, I looked at my phone and saw a shitload of messages from Ryan. The last one terrified me. He said he was on his way to see me. I called Blue and my tone was angry, irritated. I wasn't taking any shit. I asked straight away if she gave my address to Ryan. She stopped and said no. She got the hint and she asked what happened. I told her that he said he was on his way, that he was driving somewhere into San Jose, which admittedly is a big city. She said that she didn't give it to him and that she could reach out to him to see what was going on. She never got back to me, and to clarify, she really never did give him my address, but I just got on with my day. I was due to dog sit my Nana's elderly dog. He was a small dog, blind, and pretty deaf. I carried him in the kitchen as any mess would be really easy to clean from the tile. One of my good friends Sal joined me at my house and we joked about watching movies. About an hour into watching Curly the dog, I got a call. It was Ryan. He said he was at Bogany Park and he was three blocks away from my house. 
I muted my call and I looked at Sal. She asked if I was okay and I put my shoes on. I asked him when he got there. He said he'd been there just five minutes. As we'd met before, he'd seen my car before and I was hoping he'd just drive straight through the park and not weave through the neighborhood. I checked on Curly quickly and then Sal and I took off to the park. I walked the long way to approach from the opposite side of the park from where my house would be and I saw him. He was just standing there doing backflips and looking around. Sal and I looked at each other and we approached him slowly. He seemed like he was in a good mood, but I was still on edge. Hey, uh, so why this park? Was all I said. Well, you said the drive to Pleasanton was too far, so I thought I'd come to you. I took a moment and I figured that I didn't really want to know how he knew where I lived, so I just shut him down. Listen, you're sweet, and thank you for coming out this way to, I don't know, say hi, I guess. But this is a bit too much for me. He seemed really unfazed by what I had said, and he told me he drove all the way down here so we could hang out. I told him that if he had messaged me beforehand, I would have told him I'd be busy today. I was dog-sitting, and I wouldn't be able to. He said that we could just hang out here, and that I could bring the dog, and that we can just chill here. I told him that wasn't a good idea, and the dog wasn't friendly. He offered for us to get into his car so he could drive us, or at least me to my place. I knew that there was no more letting him down gently. I looked at him and said, Look, you drove here some blocks from where I live. I don't know how you found this park, but I'm not interested. The weird kiss, the pushiness, I'm not into it. I'm not going to get into your car. This is done. Go ahead, complain to Blue or whatever. You're giving me the creeps. At this point... I knew that my temper got the best of me. Sal had gotten into the conversation, and she then pulled me away for us to walk back the way we came. Another adult, a father to one of the kids at the playground, had taken notice of this, and he stopped him from following us. When I finally got home, I locked all of the doors, and I blocked him on Snap and deleted his number. I gave Blue a call, and I told her what happened. She calmed me down a bit, and she told me she was going to block him too. It's now been three or four years, and I still remember how he tried to turn the whole thing on me. How he had called Blue, and she just played along with it, before hanging up and blocking him. We still don't know how he got so close to my house. After that, no matter how much I wanted to rebel against my parents, I was always very cautious when it came to dating. For a bit of background information... I'm a 14-year-old female. I wasn't allowed to use social media until just last year, which is a bit late for my age. My parents had warned me of all the dangers of using social media, whether it be predators, stalkers, hackers, or other crazy things you might think of. But being the naive teen that I am, those warnings just went in one ear and out the other. I was enjoying a typical Monday evening, as one would normally do when I got a Snapchat notification on my phone. I saw that I had gotten a friend request from someone named John, who I didn't recognize. Now, I don't normally accept friend requests from people I don't know or recognize, but I was bored and stupid, so I added him back. Sometime within the next three minutes, I got a notification saying, John sent you a chat. So I clicked on it to read the message. He was just saying hi, so I responded, and we had made normal conversation for a while, talking about our hobbies, music tastes, 
and I even think we mentioned Billie Eilish's new album. At some point, he had asked me how old I was. So, being the stupid person I am, I told him I was 14. Then I returned the question, and he told me he was 22. I didn't think too much of this at first, because I do get a lot of older men commenting and liking my posts on Instagram. So, I figured I would just wait to see what he wanted, and then block him. So stupidly, I continued chatting with him. He then asked me, So, do you have a boyfriend? I told him I didn't, but I also told him I have a girlfriend, and that I'm a lesbian. Which are both true. That didn't really seem to phase him in the least, though. Because he seemed pretty excited about the fact that I liked women. He then asked me to tell him how I found out I was gay, and he wanted me to tell him all about homosexuality. I told him the story, and he then asked, So, how do women have sex? At this point, I was starting to feel a bit uncomfortable, but I still responded. This time I lied, and I said, I don't really know. I mean, I'm only 14, so I don't really know too much about that stuff. I really couldn't believe this guy was asking me this. It's like he just wanted to hear me explain it. Because come on, dude. You're 22. You should know this stuff more than me. Even I know this, and I'm 14. We then exchanged Instagrams, and we began talking on there. The topic soon changed, and we started talking about songwriting. I'm a singer-songwriter, and I've released a few songs on the internet. So this topic is always very interesting to me. I got lost in conversation, and completely forgot about his previous question. He wanted my YouTube channel so he could listen to my music, so I gave it to him. He then sent me a message that made me so disgusted, I wanted to throw up. I just subscribed, baby. The fact that a 22-year-old man has the audacity to call a 14-year-old baby is just absolutely horrifying. I told him I was uncomfortable with it, and he said, That's not normal? Don't other people call you that? Why is it bad? Uh, well, because I'm a minor, is what I said back. Age doesn't always mean maturity, but you're very mature for your age, he said. Uh, no. It's honestly really unsettling to hear that coming from someone almost 10 years older than me, I said. Okay, fine. We'll still be friends, though, he said. My dumb self should have blocked him right there, but I wanted to wait and see what else would happen. I thought that I'd take a break from my phone for a little bit, so I put it on silent and then went downstairs to go read a book for a while. When I came back upstairs, I had three new messages from John. All of them were disgusting. My girlfriend sent me these. Right below that message was a string of videos of a girl who I can only assume to be John's girlfriend, and she was taking off her clothes and showing her tits. I honestly couldn't believe what I was seeing. I couldn't believe that a 22-year-old man would send these kind of videos to a 14-year-old. At this point, I was just about fuming. Um, aren't those supposed to be private? No, she works in the porn industry, so she's pretty open-minded and I thought that you would like them since you're into women. Don't you like them? He said. No, I don't like them. I'm really disgusted that you would send a 14-year-old girl porn. You're a pedophile, and I can get you arrested for this. That seemed to have scared him, because he began continuously apologizing and telling me he didn't mean it. I told him to just fuck off and stay blocked. I blocked him on Instagram, and I had reported his account for sexual harassment involving a minor and I went about my business. I guess I must have forgotten to block him on Snapchat, 
because he messaged me there, then saying, Why did you block me? I thought we were friends. Please unblock me so we can talk some more. I think you're really beautiful, and I want to be your friend. I blocked him immediately, and luckily, I never heard from him again. It made me so uneasy that a 22-year-old man with a girlfriend would prey on a young 14-year-old girl with no shame, and then send her porn, pretending it was a friendly interaction. This is why I switched all of my accounts to private, and I never accepted requests from people I didn't know ever again. If you're using social media, please stay safe and be aware of everything you post, because there's a lot of creeps out there who are willing to do everything they can to get what they want from you. And to John, the man who preyed on me online, please, don't ever contact me again. I don't know if you would find this scary, but it's definitely creepy to say the least. This happened back in 2020, right when the pandemic was at its highest, specifically in December. I've just turned 18 years old, and I'm a female. Due to the restrictions of having small parties or no parties at all for the holidays, my parents and I decided to do a car parade. I only invited my closest friends, so it wasn't anything big. My birthday was the day before the car parade, so I posted a selfie on my Snapchat story. I rarely post on it now, since Snapchat is kind of pointless these days. I received many birthday greetings from friends and acquaintances, so I had a really great birthday. Although the next day, I had woke up in the morning and were making meal preparations for the car parade. Instead of having the guests stay over, we decided to make the food and then put them into styrofoam boxes and hand them out. While my parents were getting ready to cook that morning, I had got a text on Snapchat from a guy I've known since my freshman year of high school. To give some background information, he was a junior when I was a freshman. How we knew each other is that he was a teacher's assistant for one of my teachers. I sat in the farthest side of the room, so he was beside me most of the time. Anyways, we had stopped talking ever since that time, and I somehow got a Snapchat. Let's call him Rick for this story. I had opened the Snapchat to see that Rick had greeted me a belated birthday. I didn't think much of it, just another acquaintance greeting me happy birthday. I told him thank you and went on with my morning. About one or two minutes later, Rick texted me back. From then on, it had started off as a normal conversation. He asked what I was doing and I told him that I was preparing for the car parade that I was throwing. I thought that I was going to catch up with him because it had really been a while since we last talked primarily because he went off to the military after he graduated high school. Since we texted continuously, I'm not really the type of person who likes to continue the conversation after a certain amount of time, especially if I have rare interest in the person. So my dad and I were getting ready to head out to go get balloons and my birthday cake. I didn't have my license nor my own car at the time, so I couldn't get them myself. While I was waiting for my dad to put his shoes on, Rick continued to text me. I don't really remember what he exactly said or what led up to this moment, but he then said something like, Let me snatch you up. Something around those lines. In my mind, I was like, um, okay. I thought he was joking, so I replied back with, Laughing my ass off. You're joking, right? With a crying laughing face emoji after that. His reply to that made me tense up and very uncomfortable. Maybe I wasn't kidding. He said, What the fuck? Now I have anxiety. 
After reading that comment, it made me start to hyperventilate. I then told him that I have to run some errands and hoping that he'll stop texting me after that. I didn't plan on texting him again for the whole day after that whole conversation. And you know what? Later that evening, after the car parade and blowing out the candles and the cake, that creep texted me again. In the back of my mind, I was like, ugh, why is he texting me again? However, when I had opened the message, I had really cringed so hard. Hey cutie, how's it going? Is what he said. Honestly, that name just makes me cringe and it really makes me uncomfortable. Especially coming from a guy that I haven't talked to in a long time. So I replied back with a, hey, not wanting to seem rude. He then asked me what I was doing. So I told him that we just finished the car parade. He then said, why don't you let me see you cutie? Oh hell no. He's one of those guys. Right at that moment, I had started to shake. My anxiety started to rise once again. All I felt was nervousness, scared, angry, and guilt at that moment. I'm not that stupid to give in and send a picture of me to him. I replied back with a no with a skull emoji, and he said, What? Why not? With a sad emoji, trying to make me feel sympathetic and give in. Yeah, right. I replied back with a, Because I said so. About a minute later, he'd send me a picture. It was a picture of himself holding a finger gun to his head, captioned, Pew. In my mind, I was like, um, okay, what do you want me to do about it? Is that pic supposed to make me feel guilty? I just said in the chat a simple LOL and exited out of the app. He then kept begging me to send a picture of me, but instead, I replied with either no or just me trying to dodge the question. My responses were just starting to get more bland. That's not really like me but that's because he made me highly uncomfortable. Now, you're probably wondering why I didn't just immediately block him. I guess it didn't really cross my mind at the time, because I was just overwhelmed and anxious that I didn't think anything else other than having to deal with him longer. Really dumb on my part. Anyways, I didn't tell my parents nor any of my friends while I was having the conversation with them. However, our conversation finally ended after I finally told him how uncomfortable I felt when I was talking to him. To be honest, I'm not usually that straightforward with others, because again, I get really anxious, and I also tend to overthink way too many things. When I told him that, he finally got the idea. Dumbass should have gotten the idea when I said no in the first place. Since then, the conversation died down, and the next day I just blocked him. For the next few days to a week, I couldn't stop thinking back to that conversation. What made me heavily think about it is the fact that he texted me out of nowhere when he saw I just turned 18. Isn't that a coincidence? A guy that I've known since freshman year and has never spoken a word to me for two to four years all of a sudden tries to flirt me up after I've turned 18. Yeah, it should be quite obvious. I never thought I would have to deal with a situation like this because I'm a really reserved person as well. So I try to avoid the situations as much as possible. But apparently, that didn't happen. To all of you out there, please be aware of these signs and just instantly block the person. Don't deal with them any longer. Don't do the same shit that I did. Just block them from the start when you start to get the uncomfortable vibe from them. 